Welcome home. A podcast by Taku. I remember the story of like when I first met our next guests. Well, it might not be when I first met them, but I remember I hung out with them in LA. And I remember I went to his crib, met his dog A. And then we went to go get someone to eat and one of his spots that he liked. And then we played ball. We played basketball just like at a, at a, at a court near him. And I remember we played three on three. It was me, our guest, Jameson, and my homie, Will, who was like my keys player when I used to tour. And we played these three, I think in, in America they call it elementary school, but it's like primary school. They were probably like, you know, 10 years old. <laughs> Just three kids. It was just funny. I just don't like I'm like super competitive. I don't care if you're like, you know, six foot, eight foot, seven foot two, or if you're a ten year old elementary school kid, I'm not gonna play any different and my elbows be swinging once I get in that paint. And once I get in that painted area, it's it's over for whoever's in there with me. <laughs> but this kid, I remember, he had some nice handles. And every time he shot, he like passed gas. I kid you not. He would like shoot the ball. You know, like those scenes where people shoot the ball and they keep their hand up there. Every time he shot, he would just fart. And it was like the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I felt like I wanted to have this as an intro because it's just a very vivid memory of hanging out with Jameson. But also just meeting Jameson and knowing you know, we, we worked on music together, but seeing what kind of person he is, he really is like just an amazing dude with like a very interesting outlook. And he was just so chill. And like his view on his art and, and his view on like putting music out was just like, you know, this is me, this is who I am, and this is what I like. And people resonate with it. And I think, you know, out of those two experiences, the the 10-year-old, Gaseous Maximus kid that broke my ankles is sits just as even as like my experience of meeting Jamison and realizing what true freedom as an artist looks and feels like. So uh, our next guest, <laughs> ready for this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> similar. Yeah, it's similar. The the um, segues from playing live and doing a podcast, but um, put your hands together. Uh, yeah, like uh, our next guest is someone that. He's listening right now, so I don't want to make him too uncomfortable, but someone that I admire a lot. I don't even know how we first started like working together musically. I think it was through a remix back in the day. And from there, he's just been someone that I, I admire a lot because musically he's just, you know, really above many artists. And not just in terms of like output, but just like in terms of like how he makes music and continues to put things out that just keep pushing the envelope but also just like he just does whatever he wants and as an artist that's like the most fulfilling and you know amazing feeling you can have as well as that he's obviously just an amazing singer songwriter artist in general and and dancer which we'll get to later <laughs> but yeah i want to give a big warm welcome to to jameson how are you man good that's the pod bro. that's that it intro. you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? Is that did we? Is that how we first met through love? It's love and pain remix, right? You did a, a remix. Yeah, pack. it's something like that. It, it, I actually th feel like I might have. Did I not do the make it last before that? Might have been I like, like it might have been simultaneous. I think it was like yeah remix for a feature kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like SoundCloud or something. Yeah, yeah, 
Because you, I was looking at the Love and Pain remix pack, and you had yeah. like some crazy names on there. Like you had, you had yeah, Kate Trinata on there, Sango, myself. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, it was like a really that era was like. I think it was yeah, SoundCloud it was that, era. It was that SoundCloud era, yeah. Yeah. And I was just, yeah, I was really into to that. It was like the new thing that was happening under, like bubbling on the underground. And, and I just, I was just a fan of it all. And yeah, just reached out to a lot of people like you guys before y'all really got popping. <laughs> yeah, quote unquote popping for some. I mean, like for yourself, back back in those days, where, where were you? Because I think a lot of people know you as Jameson. And without going into too much detail, I think you've had yeah. like quite a long music career in terms of like things you've gone through when, when yeah. you kind of started that. Cause I think James, the birth of Jameson was around that time or maybe just before. Yeah, it like was. where yeah. were you at that time and like where'd you come from? Well, that's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> Keep, <laughs> you can choose to, to leave out the juicy bits if you want. No, I mean, like I, yeah, I'd been like all before that. I feel like I was talking about this today. Like, all before that, I was in the label system. Mm. And this was also, I, I was talking to, when we were talking, I was talking to this, and we were talking about how, like, there was no streaming. Like, SoundCloud was, like, the first streaming, but it didn't pay you. Mm. It was, like, the first, like, where people shared music and you could repost tracks. Like, I mean, before that, there was, like, MySpace had you had like your player on MySpace, but yeah, before that, it there wasn't anything except for like you would go to YouTube and like type in the audio and hope somebody ripped it. You know what I mean? There was before that, but then Spotify came sh very shortly after that, mm. and it's trippy to think about that because we live with it like it's so prominent now. You you kind of feel like it's been around forever, right? Yeah, no, definitely. And like when you put music out, you, you, it's synonymous like you, it's synonymous with Spotify. You don't even think about the other stream, streaming platforms, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's yeah. like Spotify. Yeah. Like go check my Spotify. It was like yeah. it was like that. It really was. And and like either that or like you were stealing the the stuff on a torrent or mm -hmm. lime uh, like LimeWire. Remember LimeWire? Lime yeah, mm. yeah, for sure. But that was yeah. like, you know, you put in a, a few searches before you go to bed and you, you select three songs and when you wake up, they're almost downloaded. They're not even finished yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's that was the LimeWire days for <laughs> sure. And you find out it's Soldier Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a Soldier Boy song. <laughs> I hated that. I hated that so much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, but back to to that, you know, I was, I was on a label for a long time before that. And then in 2011, I got dropped from my last label deal and I was kind of you know I was kind of like had been in it for so long that I was like you know I'm I'm like why don't I just do this myself like these people all they're all the same as you and I just like trying to figure it out no there's no special like key or curtain that like you know I mean of course there is people that can like help you do stuff but like Everybody in this industry is literally just trying to figure it out. So I'm like, why don't I just try to figure it out, you know? And, and they're trying to figure it out for other people. Do you know what I mean? It's like most yeah, of the people that are making exactly. the decisions are the ones that aren't even making the music or aren't even part of the process. It's, it's yeah. weird. Like we put our trust in, into that kind of system. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, and I feel like, you know, nobody's going to work as hard as you're going to work for yourself, you know? And so... The freedom also was worth that, you know, 
like you said about the freedom earlier, is like that's that was the biggest reason for going doing it independent. It's not being in this prison of like what you can and can't release, mm. what you need to make. I was just tired of that. Like that's like the number one goal as an artist that I want to be is free, you know, free to do whatever I want to do. You know, if I want to put out cherry pop, I can put out cherry pop, you know, if I want to put out like, like you were talking about bluegrass, if I want to put out a bluegrass Mm. song, I'll do it, you know? And then all you have to worry about is if it's honest or not, I think, you know what I mean? Because the fans is, is, I think about my favorite artists growing up and like when they made moves and, and my favorite artists did make these types of moves. And that's what got me excited about them. Even if at first I hated the song, like I remember um, Radiohead when they came out with Kid A. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like, what the fuck is this? There's no drums. <laughs> like, 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 but then like, it's like a week later, I was like, oh my God, this is like their best album ever. You know what I mean? It takes so a like, while to get used to yeah. that kind of, you know, I mean, that, that's a you have game changer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like there's uh once you realize that like, as an artist, you should be pushing stuff forward and challenging listeners and challenging other artists so we can like try to find new new shit. Because if we were all just sitting here doing the same thing over and over again, there would be no evolution of that thing. We wouldn't move forward in it. You know what I mean? Art needs to push boundaries. Yeah. And so we can keep creating and keep uh, like, oh, I heard you do this. Let me try that, but add this little thing. And then it turns into something else. And then you know, it keeps just snowballing into something. It just goes forward. Like the purpose is to go forward and 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 grow, right? I I mean, uh, that's what I think. Yeah, no, totally. I think it's like in, in like you talk about the artist as well, and I think you do that well. Where every project is different, and yeah. every project is honest, but from a different like facet of your personality. But I yeah. think the one thing I love is it's you're keeping your audience honest too, because you know. Listeners need to be challenged as well, you know. I think mm-hmm. they get they just fed this constant barrage of content and music that sounds exactly the same, and they can yeah. get comfortable. And I, you're right. When I was growing up, I was intrigued by the stuff that right that kind of weirded me out, or like I didn't know how to feel, and yeah. I miss that feeling, you know. Of like, mm-hmm. I used to go to like Sanity, which is this like old music store, and you yeah. grab CDs and you put them in the player, and I used to yeah. just look for music that was just weird and like you know, still hit, but like made me yeah. think about things and it wasn't just like the same old stuff. Same old shit. Yeah. But it I think stale. you do that so well. I mean, like when you came out with, you know, Priscilla and then you moved to your, one of my favorite albums of yours is the Jameson self-titled one. Yeah. Thank you. Can we talk about that one a little bit now? Because if someone is just discovering you or perhaps they've found you through Cherry Pop and then they, yeah. you know, when you find an artist you're really into and you go back to the discography and they listen to yeah. Jameson. Mm-hmm. There's two different worlds. Like where were you when you made when you made that that album? It's you know, it's so funny because like I've like so many albums, you know, you you put out and like people around you or even from the outside like will tell you that they don't like I don't I don't think what you're doing is a good idea and stuff like that. But like to you know to hear you say that and to like have hindsight it was funny because like I started making these videos on the VHS and like putting this album together. And I had a manager at the time 
Oh, he, he wasn't was into it. Feeling, oh, he was not true. feeling it. He actually, before it came out, he was like, I can't be your manager anymore. No way. <laughs> and, and like, and then, but it was a blessing. It was a blessing mm. because, you know, hindsight, I'm like, it, I was able to do, I, I feel like that was the point where it really started to change for me, where I was like, I was able to tour and, um, mm. you know, I, it, it had several songs that did well and just, I still hear people talk about, you know, like go back to the blue album, you know, and all that shit. But, <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to hear, you know, people do that. Cause you know about like, which now I'm no stranger to when, uh, honestly, when somebody s- says they don't think a song is good, it makes me think, Oh, so you hate this enough to say something about it. It's making you feel some type of way. So uh-huh. I feel like that type of thing is almost a, a gauge for me that like it's good because oh, like i remember one of my biggest songs drinking everybody said they hated the fucking song everybody <laughs> except for like one or two people and i remember those one or two <laughs> people and i and i tell them i'm like you were so right you were so right that you like this song because mm. uh everybody else hated it because it was a departure from anything i had ever done up to that point you know it's almost a blues R&B a blues song mm-hmm. you know rhythm and, I guess rhythm and blues is R&B but it's you know straight down to the bone but yeah it's it's just funny when you look back same thing with Cruel Intentions one of my mm-hmm. biggest songs and nobody everybody was like nah this isn't it's too slow you know it's like you know and it's always like people who are in the industry and like cause I always go on these things when I uh, when I'm about to release music I'll meet with people cause I'm like gauging who can we get to come in and maybe help us with some stuff maybe over here or, or over here, maybe it's time to get a partner as in a label right. or something, you know, I'm never, I'm never like closed off. Cause I'm like, you know, if it makes sense and, and we can make something, you know, even bigger than it is. And I get to keep my artistic freedom and all that, then, then I'll entertain it for sure. Mm. You know, but most of the time I just remember the moments of people telling me they don't like. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny you say that because I was like, you know, when the when you dropped it, and you know, the the comment warriors come in, and even yeah. with some of my stuff, you know, in the things that I do, people say negative things, and mm-hmm. I always think like, have I ever felt so strongly about something where I would comment to tell that person or the organization, you know, this is trash or this is like. And I'm like, I don't, I think the only time I did it, the only time I've done it, I was like on Bleacher Report about like the NBA where I was like, (laughs) where I was like, that play is trash. And and then I wrote it and I was like, oh, shit, delete that. But I was like, like, why did I do that? that? I'm like, because you care so much about these, these people. And I think that's what, with you, people really care about like your music and where you're taking them. And you're right. I think like if they feel uncomfortable and they feel something strong enough to write something and most of the time it's never disrespectful this voicing their opinion but yeah. i think you're right having that kind of discourse on a song is worth its weight in gold and any kind of streams i mean the streams help but <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean it's, your songs being talked about because it's making people feel a certain way and i think the best yeah. artists kind of do that they're not playing it safe and yeah you know, i think when you wrote you know cherry pop you obviously didn't have any of that in mind right you don't think about that kind of stuff for you was just like what was it just wanting to to go there for me any song i mean and you we've been in the studio together so like 
for me, any song, it starts off with, is this good or not? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, That's a good five like, star. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, I just want it to be good. Yeah. And then if it's good, it's like, oh, is this, like, can we make this really good with some production and stuff? Like, but first it's just song, it starts out, is the song good or not? You know, mm. it's like, it's like, oh yeah, there's something here. It's then, then it's like, well, can, can I produce this and clean it up and like really get it to a full fledged thing while keeping the sentiment of what, how it was first recorded and that energy, which made it like something like, oh, this is, this is good. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know what it is, but something, this is good. Like I'm, I'm, I just, I keep repeating cherry pop, but somehow it's, a, I don't, I don't think I need to say anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Where, with that song, where did it start? Was it was it, was it lyrics or were you guys? Was it the, the baseline? Okay, baseline, yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's that's probably why I kept it go- going so long as well, is because like that baseline line hypnotized me, and you know, I ju- I was just like listening to different. It's funny when you hear the d- the demo, like because like I didn't pl- play those drums right away, and. Uh, you know, my drummer came like weeks later and we did the drums and the bass, but like mine was just like me playing the bass with like a cut up sample loop that I tried to like right. make sound how I wanted it. But, but like just to hear in that, that like, oh, there's something here. But now when I go back to it, I'm like, oh my God, how did I even know that this is <laughs> right. going to be any good? <laughs> but like, you know, you hear something and you're like, yeah. oh, this could be, this could be cool. It's, it's, and it was like, it was interesting. It was fresh and new and something I hadn't heard before to where it's like one of those things which I, I feel like everybody loves because they have an opinion of what it sounds like. They're like, sure. oh, this this sounds like this mixed mm-hmm. with this. You know what I mean? This sounds, but but everybody's just different. The the favorite one I got was the NERD one. I was like, oh, that was a good, that's a good one. Because I was like, I didn't think about that's that. True. Which that track is the, um, she wants to move. No, I mean it could be any of them. I mean, it does have got, that. It does. Have, I mean, any song you'd be like, "Thank you." Yeah, <laughs> it does have that raw, that raw energy. Your drums yeah. are always so good too. Like even Thank you. from from your recent single to all the way back, like your drums, yeah. just like from a producer standpoint and someone that I feel like that's the only thing I specialize is with drums. It's like they no, just no, they just you kill it on that. They that's just they true. just hit, you know. And I think they have that. Yeah sensibility and that kind of crispness that the balance is just so perfect i know it's probably wrong to think in in these terms but a lot of the time mm-hmm. when i hear a song that i really like i think of it in terms of like this song could definitely be in a movie because i oh. for me like mu- music and and storytelling and cinema are really they're kind of synonymous to me like i think really great songs should be paired with like a really great moment throughout cinematic history or like used in really good TV or film. And I was like, this yeah. song is going to get like, I feel like people are going to just use this everywhere. Like how they use Redbone. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. if, if this song was yeah. picked up on like a really amazing, like it's just got that real cinematic kind of energy and the music video yeah. is oh, really, cinema, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's shot insanely well. And I wanted to talk about that because we'll go, you know, rewind back to when you did about it for yeah. the Blue Album <laughs> and when your manager like ducked out. That one's got like, you know, over a million views now because it's a, like if you're, if you're listening to this now, maybe just pause it and go check out about it on, on YouTube yeah. by Jameson. I was watching it the other day before we caught up and I was just like, man, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Because it's pretty much just you on the VHS 
you know, expressing yourself in the desert. <laughs> um, <laughs> expressing myself in the desert. <laughs> but as a, in, in simple terms, that doesn't sound as, but when you watch it, you realize this is an artist that man. Just does whatever he wants. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the most, it's the most uh, accurate, I think. Expressing myself in the dance. But some of them, some of those dance moves, I was like, man, I didn't know, I didn't know Christian could move like this. <laughs> like where, where do all those like inspirations come from? Are they all your ideas? Are you just you being like, here's what I want to do. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, um. <laughs> Just uh, yes, <laughs> like that. That specific one was like, so we. I had an idea for a video, which ended up being the video for "Ends the Money" song on mm-hmm. that album, which was where with the pole dancer. But this pole dancer that we wanted was in Colorado, so we we took a road trip to Colorado, and I was like, let's shoot videos <laughs> on the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then like we were on the freeway. And, and like, I was just looking for a spot and I was like, oh, that's the spot. And so we pulled over and shot the, like the main scenes in like this, I don't know, just off the freeway. And then there was like some lake in Utah on the way that we stopped at as well. And, and shot it there and in the parking lot where we did the circle circle one. That's amazing. (laughs) Where you see the cars in the background. I mean, it's like you, you, I mean, (laughs) It's it's such an amazing video though because it just shows you, yeah. It doesn't take much to have a really good like visual to a song, no. And that's no. you know that that music video is what the song, the energy felt like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it was like unapo- unapologetically you. Yeah. <laughs> so have you, have you been like creative directing Jameson since you've been since you left the label system this whole time? Are there other other people yeah. that kind of like maybe not? co you know directing with you but like you bounce ideas off or oh yeah yeah of course there's always people that i bounce ideas off of but it's you know in the end i'm gonna i'm gonna you're gonna do it anyway (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you should do this like thanks for that oh i'm gonna do it anyway (laughs) (laughs) like sometimes i'm just looking for somebody to agree with me yeah yeah No, but if somebody tells me something that I trust, you know, but I do find when I listen to people after that, I'm like, man, I don't like it as much as I would have liked it if I would have done. And then like in that case, I'm not as confident as I would be be if it was my idea. Like when it's my idea, I'm, I'm just like, I knew what I was trying to do. But when there's that thing of like, that's what they wanted me to do. Yeah this is how it turned out. Then I'm not as confident and I'm like, oh man. And you know, it's like having an excuse to, to be like, to be like, man, they fucked me on that. (laughs) Yeah. It's true. Like when there's too many cooks in the kitchen as well. Yeah. When, before it comes out, when it's out, you just like, you're not sure if it's really, truly you, you know? And like, yeah. If you're trying to be honest. Yeah. Cause you make compromises. I think without sometimes without you knowing it, when you're caught in those things. Yeah. You just like you may not realize it, but like you end up giving up more than you should have, like creatively. Yeah. Like, what is what is that like with music musically? Like, what does it look like now for you when you when you write music or when it's time to write new music? Are you in the studio every day or? Well, not not right this second because we've been releasing stuff. But when it comes time, I think I'm at I'm at the spot right now where 
I t- I'm taking a little break, and it's and it's usually pretty pretty short time mm. that I take a break here because as this stuff starts coming out, I know I'm going to be touring, and I want to get songs done before I go on tour mm. so I can like feel like I can come back to something because when I tour, I can't make music at all. Yeah, you know, I'm just like I'm like useless when it comes to being creative out on tour. I don't know. It's just so. Well, you wouldn't I mean, have much just, left in the tank. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like when you get home, you just want to do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why. I mean, I can understand you saying you don't want to tour. Like that yeah. sounds like heaven. I'm out. Yeah, I mean, like I, I <laughs> read a lot of comments. It is the show. You know, it is. Yeah, and it's like I know I do understand why people tour, and I when yeah. I you can't beat the feeling of connecting no. with an audience, but yeah. it is very. It's very short <laughs> compared it's to like short. the like, like literally there's 24 hours in a day. Okay. Mm. Like you take out the eight hours to sleep. If you even sleep that long yeah, and you got what, 16 hours left. And one, one hour of that is, is doing what you want to do yeah, and what you enjoy to do. The other fucking 15 hours, you're just waiting to do waiting that. Waiting to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Dreading to do it. It's man. Oh my God. Yeah. In a foreign place. So you can't like hang out with your dogs or your girlfriend. Or well, people whoever. just—I think they—I don't think they realize how much like when you tour, you're putting yourself out there, like yeah. in the realest sense. To so you're literally putting yourself on a stage with a spotlight for people to just judge you. And it's oh, like yeah. the people that that love you and buy tickets to see you, but they're still like just you're just this thing. And I just—I get so <laughs> nervous, and I'm just like. <laughs> and I've had some I've had some bad shows enough for me to put it to bed for the rest of my life. But well, I I've read comments on on, you know, people yeah. especially with the latest single, like mm-hmm. you people saying, you know, if you don't like this, you obviously you haven't seen him live or know him as an artist. Like yeah. your live show, I've never seen you live. Um, you haven't? I haven't, no. I mean we've played live together, but that's you know yeah, that's not a Jameson, that's not like I yeah. think you and you were in you did come to Perth? Yeah, yeah. I, I I did a tour a, a while yeah. back, and I wasn't uh, here. I remember. Yeah, it was. I came to Perth, and and we also went to Melbourne Sydney, and Melbourne, Sydney. Yeah. What's the, what's the Jameson show like? Like, how would you describe it to someone that hasn't been? <laughs> I, I how would you describe <laughs> it to me? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how how I would describe it. It's it's. I don't know. It's me being me. Mm. You know. It's it's just. Ah, shit. How do you describe that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, like this energy right now I'm giving you is, is what you would see live. You know, I'm Amazing. just me being my my interesting self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you do and, have like a great personality. And taking, in, and taking in the awkward in-betweens yep. and making it more awkward. Making and, it funny. Yeah. It, I love it. I love mm. that. I, I feel like you have a future in like... I mean, you obviously live out in, in, do you still live near Hollywood? But like, yeah, I'm you know, I, I think like you do have this kind of like personality where I do see you in film. I do see you on, on screen. Have you had anything like that pop up? Like, I thought I, I was actually about, I was, uh, I was working on a movie. I'm, I got about 20 minutes in with like 20 minutes, like we shot and we got like tw- 20 minutes edited. So we got pretty far along and then, I kind of realized I have to finish this record first before I can do <laughs> yeah. it. 
it's gonna take me a long time. <laughs> also, it's still it's still happening. It's still it's still in progress. Yeah, and oh, amazing. And uh, it it was I feel like it's kind of nice that I took the break to like step outside of it and go back and be like, oh, you know what? This I see where we can make this better and and stuff like that. But that is, I definitely want to do that, and it helps that I can do it myself. So yeah. there's no pressure. Yeah. You know, and I'm and I'm playing just myself. Oh, so you're sense. you're playing yourself in this movie? Yeah, but not 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 like myself. Like I'm not I'm not Christian in yeah. in the movie. I'm I'm just like essentially I'm just I'm not like playing a character. I'm just being myself. Yeah, acting. You know? Yeah, yeah. Makes- well, that's what I was, I was yeah. thinking. Like I was thinking the other yeah. day, man. You'd be perfect in that kind of like, you know. It's like a not a mockumentary type thing, but it's like a yeah. a parallel version of you on film. Yeah. And like yeah, taking exactly. your experiences. I mean, we see it all the time by some really great comedians and you know, similar to like Atlanta. It's like really it's like Donald Glover, but he's yeah. playing someone else. But it's like I do see that because I, I just think you would have so many funny things <laughs> and interesting yeah. like perspectives. Yeah, I gotta I gotta show you some of it. Yeah, when, uh, amazing. When I get it a little more done. <laughs> so all, all this stuff, like, you know, I mean, when you went independent and yeah. you know, your your label, which is White Room Records, are recordings. Yeah. Like all this stuff that you kind of built from the ground up, which is all you and your music and all your endeavors, like having that freedom, I know from experience, freedom yeah. means less money. Oh, yeah. And freedom means like looking for funding and, you know, mm-hmm. really working relationships to see who's interested in this idea. I got this awesome song. I want to do this music video. Like, yeah. how's that side of the coin? Because, you know, I think for a lot of artists or young young musicians that want to make it, mm-hmm. you know, the label route isn't always the best route. They can do it, do yeah. things on their own. And, but it's hard work, right? I guess what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's no walk in the picnic. Like it's no no, walk in the park. It's like, I would say have good credit, have really good credit. That's the main thing. Like don't, don't have shitty credit. If not, just try to build your credit or just try to not bite off more than you can chew. I just like come album time, like around this time, my, credit cards are maxed to the gills, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just paying for everything. Yeah. So, but I know I, that's me putting faith that it's the universe is going to give it back and let me keep doing what I'm doing. But, you know, I wouldn't, at this point, I wouldn't have to be maxed out, but you want to go harder than you went before. So you are, you're trying to put it, let's go all in. You know what I mean? I don't want to like just, oh, let's just stay here in this. And if you have that attitude, then you will just, you know, I, I want to keep making better shit. Yeah. You know, so you got to go just all in. And that's scary for some people. They don't want to. It's scary just to believe that it's going to work out. Yeah. Can be a calculator. So much. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I believed it so much that like, you know, it's in my DNA to believe that, you know, no matter what, if if I put it in motion, it's going to work out the way it's supposed to. And all the songs that you've put out like independently through your own label, yeah. you know, they stream so well. And you think about how those royalties are, and you own those yeah. masters, they're all going to you. So all those things, yeah. there's a massive upside to mm-hmm. all that stuff. But 
I think it's like not any, not everyone can do that, you know, not everyone no. has that, that willpower or that like work ethic because, you know, like you said, you really have to go all in. Otherwise, if you're just going in half, you'll receive yeah. less than that back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you're good at, you have to hold yourself accountable. Mm. You know what I mean? If, if you have to have discipline, you know, it's like, it's like working out, you know, I fucking, I fucking hate working out, but I force myself to do it. Yeah. You know? It's that discipline of like, I don't like figuring out, you know, where to get this rental for a jib for the camera and like, like, but you know, we got to figure it out because we want this video to be good. We got to figure out a gaffer and a, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy gaffer. Yeah. Yeah. You always need a gaffer. Hey, we're in LA though. There's plenty of gaffers. Yeah. They would have their little gaffer vans, right? Their little gaffer trucks. (laughs) And there's like ladders <laughs> hanging off it. <laughs> yeah, they got their gaffer it's like belt. A, yeah, the gaffer belt. It's on it. It's like yeah. the Scooby Doo van. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got everything in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like you know your record label as well. Like you know having your own brand, your own kind of business to to pivot your kind of sound. Yeah. Like when you first started your label, do you have anyone else kind of helping you? Is it just all, all you or? Well, I had I had that manager when I first started. Mm. You know, after a couple of years before the blue album, he relieved himself. <laughs> <laughs> and then um I didn't have I didn't even have an agent at that point and I just made it a priority to get an agent and uh, my friend helped me, Adam, which I feel like you might have met Adam. Is he, he in your band the- too? No, he wasn't in the band. No? No, but he was... Like, when I first mo- moved to L.A., well, not not the first time, but, like, uh, maybe the second time, because I moved it back and forth, but, but like, anybody would care. About <laughs> yeah. The first or second <laughs> time. <laughs> I care. <laughs> yeah, but, um, no, I, I would I was sleeping on, on his couch. Him and his friend, they, they were staying in this, and I was staying on their couch, and then... So we had been friends for a while, even before this. This is when I wasn't, I wasn't even Jameson yet. So um, when the manager left, he helped me for a long time till 2017. And then it's uh, after that, it was, yeah, just, just me. And like, I would have people that came and helped with, you know, different things. Edgar, this guy, he he was like a tour manager and helped, you know, facilitate other stuff. He was he was good too. And now I got this guy Drew who helps me. But you know, it's all, always somebody around helping. You know, I can't do everything. I mean, I can, but like, well, there's so uh, much to do. Like, yeah, I think that's so why, much, like, yeah. when you start your own label, it's yeah. no joke. Like, it's a full time job. Yeah. Let alone having to be an artist yourself and touring. Yeah. So it's exactly. just like this machine you have to just keep upkeeping. Yeah. It's, I think we're putting people off from doing <laughs> what you do. But I well, think like the, yeah. you know, the hard yeah. work pays off because you can see the, the art that comes out of it. Sorry, you were saying? Yeah, yeah. So w- one of the main things that I, 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 you know, I do feel like one of my purposes is is to show people that they can do it, you know, by themselves. Because I don't want people to not put something out that could have been great because they're worried if people will like it, worried if they have enough support behind them, 
Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's if it's good, it's going to find the right audience. It's going to find the right like. And people don't realize when you put something out, it's out forever. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like the you know the fact that like uh, that uh, Kate Bush song, you know, forty years later or whatever is 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 blowing up again. It's like it it's like that. You know what I mean? Like one person, the right person needs to hear it and can do something for you that can parlay into the next, you know, couple of years where you do something else. You know, it's it's just you just gotta keep keep going and believe in yourself and and all of that stuff and not not worry about if if the support's gonna be there. Cause the main support system should be yourself. And then outside of that is just augmenting that, you know? Cause if you don't believe in yourself enough to like go for it, you're not gonna get the right help, I don't believe. You know, totally, yeah, and it's, it's yeah. not going to do what you want it to do. You know, I think. Yeah, we, we, I mean, streams obviously help because that's how we live. That's how we get paid. That's how we, you know, survive. But it's just like, yeah, if you put something out that you're really happy with and it'll stand the test of time for as long as you're around, I think yeah. that's like a, a huge bonus. And like you said, music stays around forever. You never know after your time if it's just going to make a resurgence or be around for people in the future. I think that's like, yeah. A great advice, you know, and like putting out music that means a lot to you and you're happy with should be really all that matters. But again, like you have all this other stuff around it that just we're fed that that's not enough. Like how do you feel about like, you know, leaning into like social media? I think you're very good at it, but like things like, you know, TikTok and how TikTok's, you know, sometimes now really dictating what songs do really well and what songs don't. I, I feel like TikTok sometimes gets it right as well where they pick a song that's actually really amazing and like yeah you know that miguel song that's resurging again i used to think that was an amazing song and i still do and i, I love that yeah. younger kids are like listening to yeah. it again like how do you feel about well, that's that a perfect example of what we just talked about of like a song coming back around mm. you know it's it's like you never know and i mean the tiktok thing you know, it's it's always going to be something, yeah, whether it's TikTok or, yeah. you know, it's good. Something's going to be there, like, and, you know, labels and everybody doing music in general is trying to be on the on the pulse of that. You know, what I mean, I remember when, like me meeting you and Sango and Katrinata and all that. That was me being on the pulse of like the SoundCloud and like the underground of like what music was coming up there. Yeah. You know, and and that's kind of how we have to be as artists and like you getting into like the, the art world and like having that as- aspect of, uh, of it, like uh, feed into your music. So it's not just, you know, music. It's like this whole thing, this whole world that you, that you're building around that, you know what I mean? So I think that we're always trying to figure out like what that is, you know, it, it, it <laughs> TikTok is a, is a, f- a funny thing for it to be right now, but yeah, <laughs> I could change. Like that's fine, you know. When Instagram pretty- first came around, people were like scoffed at it. And it was it's completely different now to what it used yeah. to be. I feel yeah. like TikTok does have a future in actually like showcasing amazing music and art, as well as like all the other yeah. meme stuff. Like it can be a yeah. premier spot to find like music and and artists you really care about because it's at the end of the day, it's a it's a platform to find new content. You know, and so, yeah, exactly. I like exactly. what you said too, like Christian, about you know, it's your responsibility to do what you're doing to show others that you can do what you're doing. 
you know. Yeah. And I, sure. I I think that's a big part of it. like do you do you feel that in terms of like, your music like you you have a big response responsibility like it's something that you take very seriously because you want to show others or the next generation hey this is how it could be could be done yeah yeah for sure no a hundred percent and 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 I I want to go farther and farther and I want to like you know like because I want to put the more the farther I go the more weight I can put behind those words to. Mm you know, make it truth. Yeah. You know, cause it's unfortunate that like for you to be, for your word to be, to mean stuff to people, it has to come with certain successes yeah. and numbers and accolades and stuff. You know, it can't just be with like you making stuff and living your truth and doing it wholeheartedly. You know, there has to other stuff to come with it. So which I'm not opposed to like any, anything like I want to do well, I want to succeed, you know what I mean? There's that, but you know, the more, the more I do succeed, the more I can prove to others that you can do it. You can do it. You don't have to like, cause I, I feel like w what we need to do is get to more of that. You know what I mean? And not to like shit on record companies or anything like that, but man, like if artists would like just believe in themselves, I know we're all fucking insecure. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we got to, we got like at least, you know, believe in your, what you're making, you know what I mean? But maybe that is why we make good stuff because we're so insecure. Like, yeah. No, I mean, that's what an artist is, right? It's like, yeah, <laughs> we're so emotional, sensitive, insecure. Yeah. But yeah, some of us know how to, you know, express that through our music. But that's, yeah. it's a good point. Cause like that kind of topic about, you know, this song comes from like, you know, a very traumatic time. And then you yeah. show it to like a label and they then they don't dictate, understand. they don't understand there's a disconnect. So, you know, I mean, not like you said, not all labels are like that. You know, majors, they yeah. definitely have an agenda. A yeah. lot of labels that are, you know, indie labels understand that artist connection and, mm -hmm. you know, want to be brave as well and put the music out. But it's just like this personal thing, you know, it's like yeah, it's, our, it's our voice that's like in the form of an MP3 or, or WAV file. Yeah, right. Or flak file. Yeah. Flak. Flak. <laughs> what is it? Or M4AA? Yeah, I remember my first <laughs> vinyl. They were like, oh, we need WAV files. And I didn't have the project files. So I just took yeah. all the MP3s and then edited the last, like, just put WAV. And I'm like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, they seem small. I'm like, yeah, they do. But there you go. <laughs> Oh man, I'm like the most untechnical musician ever. Like, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, it's taking me back to uh, what is it? WMP, WMP, <laughs> yeah, we didn't be this far, <laughs> yeah, we're now. Oh my god, oh. that's too good, <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah, it's yeah. like that. I think, like, I wanted to ask you before we kind of wrap up as well, like, based off yeah. your where you're going and like you're always pushing forward. Like is mm -hmm. is your latest single Cherry Pop part of like a, a brand new body of work or is it just like something that you are just kind of experimenting with at the moment? It, it's definitely part of a, a new new album that's amazing. that's done. It's coming out in September. Oh, it's done? Yeah, it's done. Wow, yeah, amazing. I'm always, I mean, this, it's been done. It's just like, I like to have everything ready to go before I like, like Stop we shot that. the Cherry Pop video back in, August. So I've been wanting to put that out for oh, a long man. time. How, can we talk about real quick, like 
because August is that's like almost you know nine months that's ago, like eight months ago. <laughs> yeah, right? like yeah. <laughs> that 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 process. Because a lot of people, I think, don't understand. It's like when an album yeah. comes out, that artist has been sitting with that thing for like one or two years. Yeah, how do you feel about like that? Does that make you like? Do you still feel excited when the music comes out? Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah. I feel I feel anxious as fuck leading up to it, but you know, getting all that ready, it really relieves a lot of stress when you like if i had to get all this stuff ready and the music was out i would be oh my god i feel like i I feel like i would have a a nervous breakdown because i would have so much to do so you know i i don't want to be i want to be prepared so we have uh, there's four videos that we've already shot and uh two of them are completely done the third one we just need to get colored and then the fourth one i'm editing and I'm trying to shoot one more, but now I got a little time, which is nice. I can like chill and like focus on this and like the promo and and merch and you know whatever else. But yeah, like I I recorded Cherry Pop. I started it in 2020, so yeah, it it takes a while for stuff to get. I don't know I why. Always... I don't know why I'm shocked because like the you know the songs that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've right? done together it took like two three years. I'm like really, yeah, but exactly. yeah, like 2020. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. So that's just like such an amazing thing to think about. Like, you know, for artists, like for, for fans that are listening, you know, where yeah. you are, where you are now and the music you might be making soon after this promo is done, mm-hmm. you know, it might be completely different to where you were two years ago. Like, this is oh, yeah. what they're hearing now is Jameson two years ago, but they probably think, oh, yeah. what's Jameson on this year? Like, it's like that was two years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Wait till yeah. you hear what I'm on now. So it's like, it's, it's funny, you know, how timelines work and, the mm-hmm. the disconnect between the fans thinking, you know, that you're just yeah. this one track thing that's going to be the same forever, but it changes seasonally. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, and like in that time though, you're you're like building the whole thing, mm-hmm. and it's still alive, and you're still shaping it like with with the video and and stuff like that. And after the video, it was like, oh, this gives me inspiration now for the artwork and the direction. And like, you're just morphing everything together to build the thing. So it's still alive in that time. It's just behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they already knew the song and then you had to figure out, oh, shit. What, okay, so what do we do for the video now and, uh, and the artwork? And like, you can't figure that out after the song's no. out. You know what You'd I mean? you scrambling, yeah. Yeah, you be yeah, for sure. And I'm also doing this like as I'm mixing the song too. Like those mixes weren't done. Like I didn't finish the mixes until after the Grammys. I only know because they said they couldn't master the trip until after the Grammys. So right. what was that? <laughs> March. <laughs> yeah, it's normal. It's it's like early. Yeah, it's like February, March yeah. now. Yeah. So that was when I finally like finished mixing all of the songs, and I was like there up until I had to like the night of like you know you're you're tweaking right until the very end and uh so even though we like shot that video and we shot i mean by that time we had two videos shot like i'm still working on the songs and trying to finish them Mm. you know it's like when when kanye west was like doing the thing where he he had them uploaded but he was uploading the new mixes yeah that's wild that's like the next level yeah that's that's (laughs) next level level. flexibility yeah it's like yeah for sure yeah but yeah, that's that's the thing though. It's like you're you're working on this stuff still, but it's like the song maybe was written in 2020, but 
in order to get all the pieces to like fit and, and like make it a real thing. All these things had to come together to make it that. And that takes a while. It's a lot of work, man. Oh, just on it that is. topic, like, you know, one word I hate about that whole process yeah, is ingest. Like ingest, yeah. When the label's like, we're gonna ingest this single uh, two months before it's out, and I'm like, it just oh has this God. feeling of like you're feeding it into this machine. That yeah. It's like yeah. we're gonna put it in there and we'll see what happens. Yeah. It just feels like that's what that's where my art is going. Just just ingesting ingest. it into this massive, yeah, I conglomerate. Don't <laughs> I don't understand what this lead time is for. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, what do we need two, like one, two months for? I'm like, that's like, and then you yeah, got like, to, what are you guys doing with it? Yeah. Like what, what is I it? I feel like it's like in a, like, like it's on a digital pile of like, you know, back in the day when you have the in and out paper yeah. stacks and it's just sitting there and it's like, there's some dude just like not listening <laughs> to it and just taking his time. Because I'm just like, yeah, I'm the same, bro. It's just like, oh, we need to get this in there. The artwork needs to be in there. We need to pitch it. I'm just like, just to. Yeah, just, the, the whole pitch thing. Yeah. Like, I mean. I'm, I'm dealing with like with the, the second single that I got coming up. I'm like, I want to like make sure we have everything ready before I even like decide on a date to put it out. But then like, they're like, we suggest you put it four to five weeks out before before you plan to have it out so it we can make sure it's uploaded to everything. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck do you need four or five weeks for? The upload <laughs> the upload bandwidth is slow. So it was like oh my god. Got <laughs> yeah, it's it's confusing. And it does just add that extra level of like anxiety. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like right. And then you're like waiting like but yeah, you're waiting to get those links. That's and you're the like, system oh my god, is it up on now, Spotify yet or Apple Music? <laughs> I'm uh, gonna gonna finish the rest of this uh, basketball game. Are you watching? Are you watching the finals? Uh, I, I wasn't wa- not not wa- not not now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been watching that? Yo, uh, no, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's been great. It's been I, I, great. I'm, I'm, loving, I'm loving that Miami's about to be in the finals. Let's go. Yeah, I love any <laughs> underdog story for sure. Yeah, right. Denver, Miami. That's a good one. Well, I just looked at the score. Miami's losing by 15 right now. Shit. I, yeah, I don't think Boston's going to go down. Like, they're not going to go go lightly. Yeah, I think, like, I would have loved to see Nuggets and Lakers go to seven. You know what I mean? Like, I just want more yeah. I just want more basketball in my life. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Now we've got I nothing. That. But yeah, just, before the, just before the power yeah. cut us off, I had a power outage out here in Australia. I forget what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, in the sticks. I forget what we were talking, no, about. We're talking about. We were talking about ingest. Yeah, ingest, yeah. The ingestion of songs. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think, like, I'm really excited. I know, like, you know, your fans are going to be super excited for this new body of work. And I had this question in mind for you, Christian, in terms of, like, you know, a lot of people tend to think they know, you know, their artists extremely well and, back to front but you know i don't think a lot of us do know you know our favorite artists that well so i wanted to know like what are three sorry to end on like a top three thing but like what are like top three like influences it could be anything like musically you know film people food that like influence jameson as an artist that people might not know like you know some like influences that you feel like people would be surprised by well 
life is probably the the number one influence and that you know and that includes love faith sadness you know all the like emotions Mm. like a lot of my life i go through and i just and i think about well how do i feel about that you know (laughs) how does that make me feel you know so i'm it's a lot of feeling things Mm. and just you know putting that down and i don't know why i've always felt like uh that was something i want to do or need to do or have to do but it just feels like that's what i want to do i i don't know cuz i'm like i there's still a curiosity in me mm. you know of like you know what is this and trying to figure it out and yeah i don't know it's uh but that's probably the the main influence of of making music for me for sure as far as other artists, I mean, Prince was a huge one. Whitney Houston was a huge one. Just, yeah, the like, she's just the, the best. I, I don't know how to explain it. Just like, just, talk about like doing your own thing, you know, no matter what people said, you know. She was doing that, you know. And at the time, it was, you know, not what she was doing. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Prince, Whitney Houston, Life, and shit. I don't know what what else. Those are three good answers, man. I think like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think like um, you know, it's just nice to know like you're so musically kind of like adept and you, you're into so much. It's just interesting to hear you know who your musical influences. I think you know that life. You know, obviously. Seems like an obvious yeah. answer, but at the same time, it's just like that's what shapes a lot of the stuff that we're hearing from you, you know. And yeah, it's 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 like so weird to say sometime as the answer to that because a lot of people ask that question of like, what influence influences you to write songs? And it really is like life experiences, mm-hmm. like like you th- you stop and you think about how do, well that happened. How do I feel about it? You know what I mean, and and how how can I make this into something like that? Like, how do I, you know, I I don't know. Like, cause it's all like I feel like we're all trying to connect and communicate through music. So yeah, you know, yeah, amazing man. Like, well, <laughs> let's yeah. I think like I just want to say thank you for like you know all the years of amazing art you've given us, and like I'm really thankful for your generosity and and being part of you know my musical career and, and this album coming up too and really excited for your next body of work. I'm excited to to go and discover that. So thank you, man, for your time yeah. and for being you. And really thank appreciate you it. Thank you too. I appreciate I appreciate you too as, as well. And when is when is the new uh record coming out for uh, you? August or, or August twenty 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 six. No. <laughs> um oh. <laughs> it is yeah it's coming it's coming out this year via August twenty five. Okay, nice. Yeah, nice. so beautiful. When when is like a uh, first single coming out? You think in two weeks? Which I've ingested. Oh, nice. That's been ingested. It's uh, been ingested. Yeah, it's, okay. it's currently uh, gesting. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Which one was it? Or did you not say? And and you can't say. I think we can. Yeah, I think it'll be. It's a song called Smile, and it's with Xavier Omar, Daisy World. Okay, nice. And uh, Rom the Fool. Yeah. Nice. So that one's, I'm ex- just excited, man, to put out music again and just like put it out yeah. there. You know, I think it's been a long yeah, time. The album sounded, 
sounded amazing. Yeah, I need. I feel like I don't think I've sent you the latest, so I need to send you the latest one. Oh, did it change yeah. from the last time you sent it? This the whole album. Our, our track is the same, but like the, the there's been a lot of new different oh, songs. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. You, you sent me. You sent me the whole album. I've already sent it, but I'm. Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, what, oh, did it didn't change from then? Oh, I think I, oh, I sent you a sampler, and that sampler was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, it was okay. that sampler was terrible. So let me send you the proper one. Okay, yes, <laughs> send me the proper one, please. The sampler was just me humming songs for like thirty minutes. <laughs> okay, but yeah, right. I'll send that. Good. It's funny all these podcasts end the same way where I haven't sent people the music that they've been a part of. No, no, I'm being exposed. Good. Um, good. But yeah, thanks, thanks again, man. You'll hear it soon enough. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Thanks, bro. All right, dude. Take care, man. Welcome home. A podcast by Taku. Taku.